2: Y'all get ready. Yes, you get ready.
3: Shout out to all my tea sippers out there. We are gathered here today to sip some tea, honey. So make sure you guys have your tea cups ready because you already know this tea is what? Piping hot. Hey, tea sippers. Good afternoon. Um, So I wanted to come on here. I've been getting a lot of requests to, to do an update on the whole TI situation. So first, let me start with, if you guys do not know, if you missed the live stream it broke Sunday that a lawyer was basically asking authorities in California and in Atlanta, Georgia, to open up an investigation against T.I. and Tiny. Also, in a separate incident, but um, also came out that Shikana's big mouth ass is getting sued. She got hit in the face with a defamation lawsuit by Sabrina Peterson. So now if you guys do not know, Azealia Banks has also chimed in on the situation. So Azealia Banks basically took to her IG story and she posted the complex news article. And she says, yes, Azealia Banks redemption arc incoming. Then she goes on to say, then she goes on to say, Y'all never checked T.I. for saying he was gonna slip my throat and toss me down the stairs. All over questioning a white woman for calling herself a runaway slave master. I'm insane because you all made me this way. Then she says, sad thing is, T.I. and Tiny probably had Igloo drugged up and forced her into threesomes too. Then she goes on to post this. Now Gaga will have to delete that ugly song she has with T.I. on Art Pop. She really likes ours, huh? No way my bad attitude even compares to any of this shit. We knew our Kelly got Aaliyah pregnant at 15 and the effing gringas still worked with him. Gaga has been scamming the gays for the last 10 years. So that is what Azealia Banks had to say about the situation, which I find very interesting because Iggy had posted this about T.I. And what's very interesting about Azealia Banks kind of calling out Iggy if you guys don't know, a year ago when T.I. was under all that heat for Hymen Gate for talking about how he goes with his daughter to, you know, get her hymen checked, Iggy Azalea had spoke out about that. And she was really upset about it. So during Hymen Gate and now deleted tweets, she said this. I won't say it, but I will leave you with this. She says, right. I really wish the women who had interviewed him would have said something to him. He has serious control issues with women in all aspects of his life, and he needs therapy. But on top of that, if y'all don't know, recently she posted this. She says, women tiptoe around in life protecting our abusers because we don't want to have to deal with being harassed for being harassed. How wild is that to really think about? So she posted that around the time that the allegations were coming out against T.I., which has led a lot of people to believe that, you know, possibly she may have been a potential victim or harassed or, you know, you know, or maybe even possibly forced to do some things to advance her career when she was signed to Grand Hustle. So that's the part that Azealia Banks is alluding to. So with her saying that a year ago, and plus with what she said recently, when all these women were coming out against T.I., it really makes me side eye the situation even more. But now, um, what's crazy is that it was being announced that the lawyer was going to be coming out and he was going to talk about the situation and talk about the victims and things like that. So I had been waiting for a few days and shout out to VH1 Access and um, All Hip Hop TV um, for posting the video interview of the lawyer. So I want you guys to go ahead and check this out. It's a two part series. So y'all go ahead and check this out and I'm going to come back with the rest of my commentary.
4: The names of the women. He wants to know who the witnesses are. He wants to know when the incidents occurred. He wants to know all the evidence. And I refuse to provide that to him because TI has a reputation of threatening people. he has a reputation of intimidating people. And I promise these women that I will not expose them to that kind of treatment and behavior from him or from anyone he's affiliated and associated with. So the only people that will know the identities of these women are the authorities. That is the best course to take. That way these women are protected from TI and his, Associates. Okay, the Jasmine brand.
5: Hi, Ellie Andrews from the Jasmine brand. I was wondering, what do you, what are these women seeking um, when it comes to um, them planning to sue? Um,
4: what they're seeking, what they're seeking is justice. That's all they've been seeking this entire time. Justice. These women have never put forth a request for money. They have never asked for money. Again. Like I said just now, a few, a few seconds ago, Steve stayed out, may, Maybe he misspoke. Maybe he misspoke to the New York Times. Because I'll tell you right now, I didn't ask him for a dollar. And from, from, from what I got from the conversations that we had and from the emails, they were very, very um, interested in, in killing this story and killing um, these claims. They didn't want this to get out. And, you know, if, if TI and Tiny did nothing wrong, then they should have nothing to worry about. They should, they should want the investigation to go through. They should want the women's stories to be investigated. They should want the, um, the, the, the authorities to speak to their witnesses to corroborate and to see if their stories are corroborated. And if nothing happened, then they have nothing to be worried about.
5: And when it comes to uh, Shekinah, what are you guys seeking from her?
4: Well, she kind of defamed Sabrina Peterson's uh, character. And then three days later, she attempted to apologize for it. Not not, not even apologize, but she, she attempted to walk it back three days after. But that's, you know, too little, too late. At the end of the day, you cannot come out saying that someone engaged in sex acts, engaged in sex trafficking, engaged in all these different things when you have zero facts to back that up and you know that you're lying. And that's exactly what she did. She wanted hits. She wanted Facebook likes. She wanted Instagram likes. And she got that. So now she got a lawsuit as well.
5: And just to confirm, none of these women consented to the sexual acts that were um, against them.
4: You can't consent if, you're enti- if, if you were drugged. Okay. You cannot consent if someone put Molly into a drink. And I think the drink of choice for a lot of them, from what they told me, was Sprite. He had a kind of Sprite. And he was t- telling them to drink out of this kind of Sprite. You cannot consent if someone, um, in, 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 in the case of Jane Doe 2, which happened in LA, you cannot consent if, 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 if Tiny spikes Patron and hands you a Patron and tells you to sip this. And then all of a sudden, you lose control of your decision making skills.
5: And I'm sorry, last question. Moving forward, what does this case look like?
4: For me, I want this case to be criminally investigated. I want it to be investigated in, 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 in LA for Jane Doe 2. I want it to be investigated in Georgia for Jane Doe 1 through, uh, and, and Jane Doe's uh, 3 through 6. And um, I want the, 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 the prosecutor to do what they do. If they think that, that criminal charges should be filed against T.A. and Tiny, then that's what needs to happen. And I want all women who have been affected and impacted by TNT to come forward. You do not have to worry about, about having your identities disclosed. I will not do that. You don't have to worry about having your witnesses' identities disclosed. I will not do that. Come forward, tell your story. It will be provided to the authorities and
6: have them do the investigation. Thank
2: you, Thank you so much. From, from AJC.
6: Hey, Tyrone, it's Stephen Deere from the AJC. Uh, how are you, Stephen? Good, and yourself? I'm, I'm, I'm tired. <laughs> <laughs> hey, um, how many or what, what were all the jurisdictions that you referred these matters to and for investigation? And do you have any concerns about the publicity that you're generating right now? Uh, uh, I Harming the the or interfering with the with any investigation that the authorities might uh, launch.
4: No, I don't. That's which is why I did it the way that I did. I did not identify who the women who, who who any of these victims are or survivors. I should say I don't want to use the word victim uh, victims. I did not identify who any of these survivors are. Uh, I did that one to protect them from Ti and Tiny and their associates, and also to preserve um, the uh, the investigations. Um, and and to preserve the integrity of the investigations i also did not provide any of the witness identifications or any of the evidence that i have to substantiate any of the women's stories um and the jurisdictions again it's uh los angeles uh district attorney's office i sent a letter over to them i sent it over to the u.s attorney's office um in particular for the um for the trafficking and, um, and, and yeah, the trafficking claim, um, the sex trafficking claim, as well as to the Georgia state AG's office, um, and they can pass it on to whichever uh, prosecutorial offices um, within, the, um, within the city of Atlanta they want to. Um, I know that the federal claims have a statute of limitations for 10 years, and I believe that some of the women still falls within the statute of limitations. I know that the claim for Georgia's state state charge um, for the rape charge um, is 15 years. And I know that at least five of the women fall within that statute of limitation and well, four of the women fall within that statute of limitation. I know that the one for California, um, I believe that her rape charge still falls within California statute of limitations as well.
6: I'm sorry, One uh, follow up question. Did you refer anything to the, the Fulton County District Attorney's Office?
4: I, I chose not to. Um, and the reason why I chose not to uh, refer to the Fulton County District, District Attorney's Office is because I, I lack confidence in, um, in, in, in the local authorities. And, 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 and this for good reason. There, there was a young man who was eight years old who had a gun put to his head by T.I. His mother called the police. His mother had, uh, this incident occurred at three o'clock in the afternoon. His mother called the police. His mother was seven months pregnant at the time. His mother went into premature labor as a result of this. T.I. put a gun to his, to the eight year old kid's head, to a six year old kid's head and to a four year old kid's head because he had two little brothers with him. He's now in his twenties. I spoke with him. And I submitted a FOIA request and I got a copy of the police report. There is nothing in the police report that indicates what occurred on that day, which is very troubling to me. The police report literally says that this was a breaking and entering, a kidnapping, um, and uh, I, believe, I believe it's mentioned the battery. No evidence, no, no investigation occurred, no detail of the accounts, nothing. This kid who is now in his twenties can remember down to the cereal he was eating at the time. Yet the and I'm sorry for, for raising my voice because this upsets me, yet the 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 uh, the the Cab County police department had zero zero record of his account in this statement and no kind of investigation was conducted. So I have zero faith in, um, in the local authorities doing the right thing. I don't know what TI's relationship is with them, but it seems that something is fishy is going on. And I really want the federal investigators to take a hold of this case. And if the state can do it, I'll prefer the state um, speak to the witnesses and to do the investigation that way.
6: I, uh, just one other thing. I, um, do you anticipate bringing civil action uh as a result of these matters? And if so, what would what would some of the claims be and when, when do you uh, anticipate uh, filing, filing a, a civil suit if that's what you uh, intend to do?
4: Well, right now I'm just focusing on the criminal investigation. Um, my primary focus is to get these women justice, that's it. Um, if we're gonna file a civil suit, we will cross that bridge when we get there. But at this point in time, my only focus is getting these women justice making sure that T.I. and Tiny and their associates are held accountable for the, the reign of terror that they visited upon these women. You know, these, these women have suffered immensely throughout the years. The girl that was Jane Doe One was in the top 10% of her class, her senior class, when she interned for them. Scholar students, graduates from high school Goes to college and drops out her sophomore year. That makes absolutely no sense. She was addicted to drugs as a result of this, as well, fought hard to get her life back, is in therapy, and is continuing to go to therapy right now. Okay. Jane Doe, too, was suicidal as a result of this. Okay. Jane Doe six was suicidal as a result of this. Jane Doe four was required to have go through intense therapy as a result of this. I mean, I I you know, I can I can honestly just go I, I don't want to go too deeply into this because again, I don't want to I don't want to um um Hinder or hamper any investigations that would that, that that's forthcoming but i'll tell you this, this is about justice, this is not about dollars, this is about making sure that these women. Get what they've been longing for for so long, this is about getting them what they thought they would not have gotten but for Sabrina Peterson coming forward and making um, making. Um, um, the claims noticed.
3: Jennifer has a question from AJC.
2: Hello there. Um, thank you for speaking with us. I know you're, um, you, you mentioned you're not um, going into to great detail, but I wondered if you could speak in general terms about the nature of the evidence that you have. Given that you know many of these cases do date back a number of years, do you um, do you have evidence that you could forward to investigators um, beyond um, the accounts of, of the survivors? Any physical evidence or um, you know, just what what are you going to be um, for, uh, forwarding to them to, to aid in the investigation?
4: Um, I think I think I think the the, uh, the the New York Times article spelled it out pretty well because the Times the Times is, are very very thorough with their investigation and they they saw um, a lot of the evidence that we have and they spoke to the witnesses. So um, I'm going to leave it there. Um, I think the Times mentioned um, the type of evidence that they. Um, was privy to. And I'm just going to leave it at the times um, and wait for the investigation to start and provide them with whatever else that we
2: have. Well, and, and respectfully, um, you know, as journalists, we all like to um, do the best we can um, with our own investigation. Uh, and so um, rather than cite another colleague's um, report, uh, we'd appreciate if we're able to say, you know, we, this is the evidence we're, we're told is, is out there.
4: Yeah, I mean, you know what, for now, you know, I, I, um, I would prefer to just have the investigators uh, take it from here um, and at, at the appropriate time, whenever they choose to disclose um, the evidence that the women have, they'll do so. But I'm not willing to share anything additional. And plus, you know, honestly, there, there, there's more evidence that, that the Times did not see, um, which, again, I, um, I would want the investigators to take, to, to take, to take their time with. I, I don't want to. I don't want in any way to skew the investigation. Um, I just want this to go to, to take the right course. I've been very, very measured with what I did have done so far. Um, and
6: yeah i just was looking at the times account they mentioned 11 uh 11 um survivors uh, yeah. you you talked about 6 i mean is 11 accurate
4: yeah so so when so there are eight women and uh survivors who 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 are alleging a myriad of sexual um, um, um assault allegations against other Ti or tiny or one of their associates. The other three that that is reported there um, is the young man that I mentioned. That's eight years. That was eight years old. His mother, as well as Sabrina Sabrina Peterson.
3: Hey Tyrone, sorry if I missed it. I've been going back and forth doing other things. But uh, do you plan to bring on charges?
4: Criminal charges? Well, that's up to the prosecutors.
3: So, have you started the process? Though, I mean,
4: yes, of course, yes. Um, okay. I've sent out letters requesting, um, you know, providing a, a detailed summaries, um, a little bit more detailed than than I provided you um, to the to to five prosecutor offices. So, again, like I said earlier, the U.S. Attorney's offices for the Northern District of Georgia, Central District of California, um, the Georgia State, uh, State AG's office. California state AG's office, as well as the Los Angeles um, um, district attorney's office.
3: Okay. And with Atlanta, did they give you
5: any indication that they would be moving forward with some charges?
4: Well, that's the thing. I don't want to um, confirm or deny that I've been speaking to any of the investigators. Um, Again, I do not want to hamper um, the investigation at all. I just want them to do their work and that's it.
2: If I can ask an, a follow-up question regarding the, um, the jurisdictions um, that you uh, indicated that you've contacted the Georgia AG's office, but not local authorities. Um, you mentioned an incident that happened in DeKalb County that you were not satisfied with, but um, I wondered if you had contacted the Atlanta Police Department and if the fact that there's a New Fulton County District Attorney weighs in your decision um, at all whether to consider um working with
4: their investigators directly as well? Yes, yes, I mean, I, so I have not contacted the Atlanta PD, but I will be more than happy to speak to the new district attorney for, um, for, for, for Fulton County. Um, you know, I, I'll be more than happy to reach out to the office or they can reach out to me and I'll put them in front of, um, of the survivors and they can take their accounts and start their investigations. Hi. Uh, have any of the survivors or uh, accusers attempted to settle or um, have a settlement financially or? Otherwise? Yeah. No. Yes. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Chuck. Um, no. I'm, I'm I'm sorry for cutting you off. Um, so, so the answer is no. Um, the 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 women that I'm representing have not made any financial settlement demands because the demands would have came through me. Um, and again, like I said earlier. Steve Sadal reached out to me. I did not reach out to him. Steve Sadal reached out to me looking to make a deal on behalf of T.I. and Tiny. And I told Steve Sedao that my clients want justice. So if the deal involves Tiny and T.I. turning themselves in and admitting to the crime that they've committed, then fine, we got a deal. (laughs) But if it does not, then I would prefer to have the investigators do their work and to bring criminal charges against Tiny and T.I., um, for, for what they've done throughout the years. Um, and at that point in time, um, we will assess whether or not we will be bringing any civil charges, but first things first, there needs to be a criminal investigation. Okay. If that's all the questions that we have.
6: Uh, when, when, sorry, I'm sorry, Darren, but one other thing, when was it, when did this conversation with Steve saydown take place? Um,
4: um. This has been ongoing. Um, I believe uh, he may have reached out to me a few days after Sabrina Peterson first posted my contact information to her Instagram page. So this has been hap- this conversation. The last email that I received from him, I believe was February um, 11th. And that was um, before I sent him over the notification that I made these criminal referrals, which I believe occurred on Friday.
6: And when you, when you told him that you, um, you know, the, 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 uh, uh, what the deal, that the deal would include any deal would include uh, TI and um, Tiny t- turning themselves into the authorities. Uh, was that uh, something that happened over email or was that a, is that a uh, verbal conversation?
4: No, it was, a, I spoke to him on the phone and I just said to him, I said, he, you know, he wanted to know whether or not a deal can be made. And I said to him, well, you know, these women want justice. And he wanted to know the names. He was insistent on learning who the individuals were and what evidence that they had. And he wanted to know who their witnesses were. And I said to him, made it very clear, I will not be exposing these women to you or to your clients. The only people that will know their names will be the investigators because your client has a reputation of intimidation your client has a representation, a reputation, that's to say, of committing um, um, violent acts. And he's threatened some of these women in real time when the incidents occurred. And, his, and he's had his staff or his colleagues threaten them. So why would I uh, provide you with their identity so you can intimidate them now again?
6: Thanks.
5: And um, Ellie Andrews from the Jasmine brand again. And just to be clear, Ti Tiny Nor Shekinah has responded to um, you guys actually pressing charges, right?
4: Well, so so okay, I, th- I think I think you you so Shekinah, Ti and um, Tiny's um, case is far, is being filed in California today. And it's for defamation, and it's being filed on behalf of Sabrina Peterson. Um, they have not said anything about it. Steve has said nothing to me about it. I uh, made a request um, for, on behalf of Sabrina Peterson for an apology, from a public apology from Tiny and Ti, um, and that was it. Shekinah, he, he represented that he does not represent Shekinah and that um, he's not, you know, you know, advocating on her behalf. So they will be served and they will have an opportunity to respond to the lawsuits and they can, you know, put forth their defenses. But, you know, everything that they've said is in public. So I'm not sure what they're going to say, but we'll see.
5: Okay, thank you.
4: You're welcome. Okay, if we don't have any other questions, I think we could wrap this up.
3: All right, so you guys just watched the interview and watched what the lawyer had to say. And he made a lot of very poignant points. I like the fact that he's saying that I'm not releasing these women's names. These women are not looking for fame. They're not on IG telling out their business. They are looking for justice. They are going about this criminally. And he also says that he does not want to reveal their names and their identities because T.I. and his crew are known to threaten women. So reality is right now,
7: I'm snatching your perception from you and I understand that it hurts your soul. It hurts your mind. It hurts everything else because now you got to even second guess yourself of what you thought of people, places and things. I understand that. But not only was I hurt, there's several other women that are be- that were being hurt. There's children that are hurt. Children that are traumatized. There's children that are hurt. There's music that you've been bopping to and listening to that was made to hurt other people. It's a, lot, it's a lot to articulate, a whole lot to articulate. But at the end of the day, like I said before, and I'm going to say it again. It happened when I was weak. I spoke. It happened when I had no understanding. It happened when I didn't know myself. It, it, it happened when I didn't know God. I spoke about it when I got strong. When I decided to have a relationship with God. When when I was able to understand and articulate what the fuck has happened to me in my life. So please, whatever you do, whatever you do, don't, don't, you can come at me all you want. But these other ladies that's coming behind me, these other women that are coming behind me, Don't come at these women. Don't come at them. Don't touch them. Don't say nothing to them. I can handle you motherfuckers. But a lot of these women are mentally fragile, emotionally fragile and spiritually fragile. And the most fucked up thing about our community. Is that it's so hard when your
3: truth is out of alignment with what people want to feel. Now, this sounds very similar to what was going on with R. Kelly. Remember, when those victims were coming out, the ones who really have a case, not the attention whores. But when the ones who really had a case were coming out... They were receiving death threats. They were even calling in bomb threats when our when they were going to have the screening for Surviving R. Kelly. So a lot of these men with power definitely have stooges who are willing to threaten women, and that takes me back to what Iggy Azalea was saying. So the whole situation is really crazy. But like I've always said, where there's smoke, there's definitely fire. And people have known for years of T.I. and Tiny's exploits and, you know, the threesomes. Like, all of this has been whispered and talked about for years on social media, in Atlanta. So it's nothing new. But like I've said before, where the trouble comes in is when you're, you know, bringing people into your bedroom who are not on the same mental level as you. Especially not on the same social economic level of you. That can make people feel a way like they're just being used for just simply sex and being tossed off to the next. It doesn't matter if you give them five hundred dollars. The thing is, you have to be very mindful when you're trying to play games like this. And at what point in time do you get tired of constantly bringing people into your bedroom? You know, I can see like in your early twenties and shit like that. But both Ti and Tiny are well into well, especially Tiny are well into their forties. You. know and because they've had so many sexual exploits with so many people coming in and out their bedroom unfortunately it's hard to tie down who these women really are but obviously there's some type of proof because they would not be trying to file criminal charges if there wasn't the lawyer was also saying that ti's lawyer had reached out to him trying to do a settlement and he said flat out we're not interested in a settlement we're interested in a criminal case and the thing is if he did nothing wrong And these women have no proof, then allow the criminal justice system to do their job and find out that this is just a bunch of hogwash. And then you turn around and sue them for defamation, you know, so this whole situation is very sticky. Now, another thing I want to mention is that don't you guys find it very funny that when T.I. started T.I. and Tiny's Family Hustle, their whole thing was trying to be the modern version of Bill Cosby. If you guys remember, even their intro, you know, the music and the kids climbing into the bed with T.I. and Tiny, and they're trying to look like this modern family, you know, half brothers, half sisters, siblings, and we're all baking at work. We're the modern, you know, Bill Cosby, you know, Brady Bunch type stuff. And isn't it crazy that the same person that they were trying to, quote, unquote, mirror um, Family Hustle after, which is Bill Cosby and The Cosby Show. Bill Cosby also went to prison for the same thing, which is drugging and allegedly r women. So that is just a really crazy coincidence that I cannot forget. Now, another really disturbing video came out. Um, this was about a few days ago. I posted this on Instagram Now, you remember when I said that one of the victims that Sabrina was posting on her highlight story about two months ago was talking about how some things happened um, backstage or while T.I. was on tour, but Nellie was also there. Well, in this same video, this person is also saying that T.I. forced her to sleep with Nellie. Now, I'll say this about the video. I don't like the loud-ass music. You can't have loud music and then a soft-speaking voice. It doesn't work that way. So the audio is kind of poor to me, but they're saying a lot of some of the details that were on Sabrina's page.
0: I want to be clear about one thing. Women who have been victimized deserve to be heard. Women, black women in particular, should be supported, protected, defended, uh, and uplifted. Jane Doe 1. Date of incident,
8: summer 2006. Location of incident, Atlanta, Georgia. In 2006, she was a 17-year-old senior at Tri-City High School. She began interning for T.I. and Tiny at their Atlanta studio. She was vaginally and annually raped by T.I. after being given alcohol and drugs by Tiny. 2 a u.s military veteran date of incident september 2005 location of incident los angeles california tiny sat next to jane Two at a club and offered her a sip of a spiked drink tiny and t.i took her and a few other girls back to their hotel tiny gave her a quote back butt massage at that point jane Two started feeling sick and began throwing up T.I. came over and attempted to put his foot into her vagina. She told him no, and the next thing she remembers was waking up naked on the couch with a towel thrown over her with a very sore vagina. Jane Doe 3. Date of incident. September 25th, 2006. In March, 2007. Location of incidents. New York City and Atlanta, Georgia. Aspiring artists. Tiny invited her to the studio in January 2007 and passed her off to her security, Cedric Alpha Mega Sellers. Jane Dove III rejected his advances and he grabbed her phone, put his number in, called himself, and began stalking her nonstop for months. She ignored him until she saw him again two months later. At that second encounter, Alpha Mega grabbed her and put a gun to her head. He then blindfolded her, put her in his car, and drove 20 to 15 minutes into Georgia. He raped her three times within a 24-hour window, drove her back to the studio the following day, and pistol whipped her, threatened to kill her if she spoke. Shortly after, she received a call from T.I. threatening her to never come near his studio again. Jane Doe 4, a teenage friend. Date of incident with T.I., 2006, 2007, and 2015. In 2005, Tiny approached her to work as their assistant. She was never paid or compensated for any of the work completed. On one occasion, T.I. stood over her and Tiny stood close by as T.I. forced her to open her mouth and swallow eight ecstasy pills. Throughout the duration of her time with T.I. and Tiny, the duo forced her to engage in sexual acts with different women against her will. In 2014, T.I. and Tiny forced her to have sexual intercourse with rapper Nelly against her will. Jane Doe 5 Date of Incident with T.I. October 2017 Location of Incident, Atlanta, Georgia A Clark Atlanta University freshman She was slipped a date rape drug while visiting Grand Hassel Studios in Atlanta with one of T.I.'s interns Jane Doe 6 Date of Incident, 2017-2018 Forced to take Molly, Coke, and other drugs Location of Incident, Atlanta, Georgia private dancer. Jane Doe 6 was hired to do a private dance for T.I. and Tiny. She was told that there would be other celebrities there, and she needed to keep the encounter confidential. She was forced to take drugs and engage in unwanted sexual acts with other women. She had her cell phone and belongings taken and was held against her will for three days. Trameka Williams. Date of incident? December 12, 2009. Location of incident? Atlanta, Georgia. A seven month old pregnant mother and eight year old boy. In the December of 2009, Tramika Williams was pregnant when T.I. and a group of his associates kicked in her front door and put guns to the heads of her eight year old, six year old, and four year old sons and made them go to the closet. They then beat up her ex husband at the time and kidnapped him. It was 3 p.m. in the afternoon. They called the police and the DeKalb County Police Department came.
0: It I want to be, be clear happen. about what nothing after. Women who have been victimized deserve to be heard. Women, black women in particular, should be supported, protected, defended, uh, and uplifted.
3: But another thing that's really bothersome to me is if you guys don't know, remember when Nellie was accused of all of those sexual misconduct allegations, even rape? Um, and then a lot of the victims that came out against Nelly said that Nelly was threatening them. Most of the cases were then later on dropped. But T.I. was a big proponent. He was out talking about it and was really pissed off um when the case was dropped and he wanted the people who were accusing nelly of rape to also you know i'm saying face prosecution and arrest so it's very interesting that for some reason ti and nelly keep getting tied together and maybe that's why ti was going so hard for nelly you know who knows but the entire situation is just crazy but i want you guys to go ahead and watch this
0: they say so right i'm just sitting here thinking after Mike Tyson, after motherfucking Tupac, after all the other motherfuckers who done been with girls and the girls got mad for whatever reason and left off, said that they raped them or whatnot. What the fuck ever happened when the motherfucker find out that the bitch was lying, my nigga? What consequences is there for this young lady? Could we we take our... You know what I mean? If more, if, if, if more than twelve find her guilty, we got this. We got the answer to that. But if it found out that that wasn't true, what the fuck happened to her? Hmm? Sick of this shit. You know what I mean? I'm just saying. We ain't no motherfucking targets. Get your shit together. Now, nah, while
3: well, I agree. What T.I. What is trying to insinuate And I've said this myself And I was called a, a woman basher And I shame women and all that stupid shit But I've always said over the years, if it comes out that a woman is lying about being raped or being sexually assaulted, she needs to be charged with the same crime that the man would have gotten charged with because it's not okay. When you lie about rape, when you lie about, you know, molestation, you make it harder for other victims to be believed. So I'm a big proponent of holding people accountable who lie because it's not okay. It's not okay to ruin somebody's reputation. It's not okay to ruin their business. It's not okay to ruin their life because you're upset about something and you want to make up falsehoods so in that instance I definitely agree with T.I. and like I said this is things I've been saying on my channel for years um but I will say this I do find it very ironic That this was his stance a few years ago when Nelly was going through it. Only for all of this stuff to be coming out now in 2021. It's just very strange to me that all of this has now manifested against T.I. Now, I don't know if Nelly has spoken out, if he's had T.I.'s back in the same way T.I. was out here going hard for Nelly. I'm not sure. I don't even know if they're as close as they once were. I'm not sure. But I just find that very, very interesting. Another thing I still want to go back to is the whole political ties. So we're gonna get into that part now. And I don't know, what is this? Chapter three? Shit. This video is probably gonna be an hour by the time I get done. But I'm gonna just keep editing and putting stuff together. So let's move on. Another thing I also wanna mention is the political aspect. Because a lot of folks are wondering, well, where did all this come from? Why did this even come about? And I broke it down to you guys a few live streams ago, but I cannot ignore the political aspect as well. Um, and this goes back to T.I. trying to get heavily involved in Atlanta politics. And if you guys don't know, at this point, Atlanta is going through a lot, especially in the more ritzy areas like Buckhead, the killings, the carjackings, the robberies are off the chain. I have a lot of connections and a lot of people I'm really close with in Atlanta and they tell me about all this stuff all the time. Even when I had called into to Star's show, me and Star were talking about it. Hold on. Hold on.
9: Lovely T, is that you in the building? Lovely T. What's up, Star? Hey, darling. How are you? I, listen, I'm great. <laughs> <laughs> and thank you for doing what you do. So much incredible research. Everything that, that we are, are talking about tonight has been based upon your research, Ron, Ronnie, uh, Ronnie's on line. Ronnie said, "Yo, nigga, you got to watch Lovely T's new video."
3: <laughs> What's up, Ronnie?
8: <laughs> hey,
3: Lovely T, how are you? <laughs> I'm doing good. I'm doing good. But what people need to be careful is that so many times people will take a rumor, take a screenshot, right. and you know just run with it as fact. You never know who people are behind these screenshots, behind these messages. You don't know if they're being sincere, if they're just looking for attention. So all of that needs to be sorted out in a court of law. I don't think it's something that should be sorted out in the streets of social media. Yeah, yeah. One. If
9: if I can ask you this, I mean, has there been any any movement by way of police reports? I mean, I've seen nothing that is even a full-on investigation yet. It's just a lot of, uh, you know, kicking up dust.
3: Right. So there hasn't been any yet. You've had some of the women who have sent messages to Sabrina saying that they were going to go get their police report, but there hasn't been anything posted yet. And so that's the thing. It's a waiting game. Mm -hmm. But for me, I looked at it from the political aspect because you live. I think you're still in Atlanta, right?
9: I'm up in Woodstock. I'm in Woodstock. Yeah. Mm -hmm.
3: Okay, because Atlanta's gotten really bad. Yeah. And people are really mad at Keisha Lance Bottoms. I don't know if people understand this outside of Atlanta. But, like, that whole Buckhead area Mm -hmm. has gotten really bad, and it's become a big political debate.
9: I ride around with a stick every day. I ride around with a stick.
3: Yeah, you have to. Because, like, there was a story that was posted yesterday. A dude got killed in a Rolls Royce. How do you get killed in a $300,000 car? Like, that's how bad it's gotten out there. So I believe that the lady, Felicia Moore is using this angle and her and Sabrina are very close. Mm. They're using this TI angle to eventually it's going to run a smear campaign on Keisha Lance Bottoms because Keisha Lance Bottoms keeps running with these rappers and she's supposed to be like this hip hop mayor. And at this point, it's not a good look because the crime is going up Mm. and they're trying to tie it to like hip hop and all these studios. So it goes way deeper than TI. Like that's how bad it's gotten. So a lot of people for y'all who don't know, are very upset and they feel like the mayor Keisha Lance Bottoms she's more worried about keeping her ties with hip hop and the you know the hip hop community as opposed to being everybody's mayor. So, you know, people are just tired of how much the crime has risen in Atlanta. I mean, we had King Von's murder. He's a celebrity, so of course that went viral, but it's been a lot of just regular people who have lost their lives in Atlanta. And so, um, there's a woman named Felicia Moore, like I was telling y'all before, and she announced her mayoral bid that she wants to run for mayor of Atlanta. Now, like I said, a lot of these celebrities like T.I. and Killer Mike and, um isaac hayes jr is two chains you know a lot of the black hip-hop celebrities in atlanta they really ride for keisha lance bottom and were even the ones you know supporting her when she first ran for mayor so y'all can go ahead and watch some of these news clips i put together
0: you was coming up well listen <laughs> this is one of the only metropolises that you can come to when people actually care you know where you can actually speak to your neighbor where you can actually have dialogue with your government your local government and this is what we need to maintain in this city because keisha cares about the community not because it's her job to care about the community she cares because she is of the community to 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 serve the community as best as one can you must be sensitive to the needs of that community. And How can you be sensitive to the needs of the community if you've never been there? Come on, Tia. How do you know the plight of the people who live in these neighborhoods if you've never set foot in them? Yeah. I truly support Keisha because I have witnessed over time, I have seen her grow up the ranks in her political career. And I can honestly say First of all, the allegations of her being a, a, a puppet for anyone. I don't know a black woman you could tell anything about the you know. When you don't get treated right in New York, when you don't get treated right in L.A., when you can't get treated right in Detroit, when you don't get treated right in St. Louis, when you don't get treated right in Alabama, Atlanta has been here for us. This city don't deserve it. However, I understand that a lot of others do. But we can't do this here. This is Wakanda. It's sacred. must be protected.
1: Tonight, Atlanta police are investigating the shooting death of a man in Buckhead early this morning. It is the latest in a string of violent Buckhead crimes. Police say the victim was driving a Rolls Royce along Piedmont Road when another vehicle pulled up beside him and fired several shots. Mara Siriani explains the recent crime is why one local group is calling for Buckhead
10: to become its own city. Over the past three weeks, Atlanta police say they've responded to seven reported shootings in the Zone 2 precinct, which makes up the Buckhead neighborhood. Around 2.40 Sunday morning, officers responded to a shopping center along Piedmont Road where they found a car that had slammed into a tree. Investigators say the driver was shot several times after someone pulled up beside him and opened fire. Recent violent crime in Buckhead has members of a local nonprofit seeking to convert the neighborhood into its own city. Atlanta realtor Sam Linnaeus is CEO of the Buckhead Exploratory Committee, which has more than 300 members on its private Facebook group. In a statement to Eleven Alive, he said in part, We believe the great people of our city who live, work, and visit Atlanta want to feel safe and protected from these atrocities. This is currently a significant challenge and one not being met. It is our hope, and we are endeavoring to make this the top priority of our efforts. The group is currently working to raise $15,000 to commission a study on what it would take to make Buckhead its own city.
11: Buckhead is an important part of the city of Atlanta and always has been and, and will continue to be such.
10: Earlier this week, Atlanta's mayor said she doesn't believe the creation of a new city will solve the problem. A number of
11: the issues that we've had in the city of Atlanta, as we know, have come from people traveling from out of state. So establishing a city is not going to address
10: that issue. Rather, Mayor Bottom says she believes crime in Buckhead can be addressed in other ways. Partnership and
11: productive dialogue on how we can address crime, not just in Buckhead, but throughout the city of Atlanta.
10: President of the Buckhead Neighborhood Coalition, Jim Durrett tells me his group is opposed to Buckhead becoming an independent city within Fulton County.
1: Mara reporting for us. About a month ago, the newly formed coalition laid out their security plan to curb and address crime in the area. The first part of that plan focuses on fighting crime. They hope to achieve this by creating a grid of cameras, developing a security patrol plan for commercial and residential areas, and giving more funding to Crime Stoppers Atlanta. The group of leaders also want to focus on policy changes. They say some rules in place are not effective. They hope to increase community support, enforce ordinances, and improve the training and retention of police officers.
9: In local politics, Atlanta City Council President has taken the first step to challenge Mayor Keisha Lance Bottoms for her mayor seat. Alicia Moore's office confirmed to 11 Alive that she filed a declaration of intent last week, which would allow her to start fundraising for a mayoral bid. Moore would not comment any further on the action. Bottoms announced her plans to run for re-election earlier this year, but in an interview on Thursday, she said she is prepared for a tough race.
11: I don't take anything for granted. We, we've seen mayors across the country uh, who didn't get re-elected. and I know that I'm going to have to prove myself to everybody who will show up to vote, just like I did
9: just a few years ago. We reached out to Mayor Bottoms' office for comment on Moore's filing, but we have not yet heard back.
3: Okay, so you guys just watched those news clips. And so um, the situation with the person who got killed in the Rolls Royce and Buckhead definitely was a tipping point For a lot of people and it's to the point now where people in Buckhead which is like a small city in Atlanta they want to separate themselves from the rest of Atlanta so it's gotten really divisive there politically and I don't think a lot of people who don't really know about the political aspects of Atlanta understand how volatile it is so when T.I. and Isaac Hayes came out against Felicia Moore I think that really pissed some people off, some big name people in that city. Um, For sure pissed off Sabrina. And everything started with Sabrina Peterson going back and forth with Isaac Hayes. And then T.I., who's supposed to be quote unquote cool with Sabrina because Sabrina is quote unquote cool with Tiny, you know, kind of you know, reposted what Isaac Hayes said, and I think that kind of felt like a slap in the face to Sabrina because Sabrina has really, you know, surrounded herself with Felicia Moore and her and Felicia Moore are really close. So ever since T I came out against Felicia Moore, and the reason why, um let me let me wind that back. The reason why they are against Felicia Moore is because Felicia Moore Um, back in 2017 she put out an ordinance back then and she received a lot of complaints from recording studios because they said that her ordinance was too strict it determines how many cars could be parked outside of music studios how long they could stay open Um, So it was like a lot of rules. They had to have special permits. So, of course, if you're in the entertainment industry, if you're a rapper, this really affected a lot of rappers. So T.I. was very much upset about this and other people as well. So that's why they were saying do not vote for Felicia. But Felicia was saying that she was. Doing the whole ordinance because she noticed that wherever there's a lot of studios, you have a lot of trouble. You have a lot of, you know, shady elements, nefarious people, you know, going in and out of these studios. And once they started building more studios in Buckhead, they felt like they were seeing a rise in crime so this like caused like a big debate online where yes people were siding with ti and siding with mayor lance bottoms but then other folks were like no mayor lance bottom needs to go she attaches herself too much to hip-hop she's not hip-hop's mayor she's a mayor for the whole city so i believe that is the root of where all of this drama came from between isaac hayes ti and sabrina Unfortunately, it went from this whole back and forth with them, you know, arguing about the mayors to Sabrina taking it there and saying that T.I. pulled a gun on her and put the gun to her head. And then after that, it's almost like it just, I don't know, it's some type of catalyst where it just opened up an entire can of worms to where so many women were then running to Sabrina and telling Sabrina their stories and their issues and and things that went on between them, T.I. and Tiny. So I don't think anybody ever thought that it would escalate to this point where we're at now, where we have lawsuits, criminal allegations. You know, this whole thing is very crazy, Like I said, where there's smoke, there's fire... You know, was everybody who was emailing um, Sabrina telling the truth? No, because there were some stories that I saw in there that were blatant lies. But there were some real stories in there. And that's going to be for the criminal justice system to decipher, for folks to have their receipts and their evidence, you know. But the whole thing is just really sad. And I think this is why a lot of people need to really understand, like, politics is such a dirty business. Politics, <laughs> big tech, you know, these are like really dirty businesses and there's a lot of grimy people they may have money they may be billionaires they may walk around in suits but there's a lot of grimy people and if they feel like you're trying to fuck up whatever they're trying to do they will come out they will come after you by any means necessary and I would not be shocked if this was some type of political ploy Once again, to make T.I. look really bad because of his close affiliations with Keisha Lance Bottoms. You know, for T.I. and Tiny's sake, I really hope that, you know, this is not true, but it doesn't look good. You know, and especially these women are saying, hey, we're not coming out looking for money. We're not coming out looking for clout. I don't even want you to know my name. I only want the prosecutors and the police to know. You know, so it sounds like there might be several very truthful people in the mix, you know. But the things that they're describing is extremely, extremely disturbing. And this is why I say people have to be very, very careful with the things that they engage in. You know, yes, people are saying, well, these women were growing. It doesn't matter. But again... It doesn't matter if they're grown if they're being abused. It doesn't matter if you're grown. And if you're getting drugged or being told to take a pill or, you know, just things like that, and you're not able to consent in your in your right mind, you have to be coherent. You have to be sober, you know. And just because somebody consents to one thing, if I say, fine, I want to have a threesome with T.I. and Tiny, that doesn't mean that after me and you get down, you can just pass me off to your homeboys and they decide to run the train on me. So there's just a lot of things that are being put out there that are just wrong. You know, and this is why a lot of folks need to stop this whole celebrity worship and understand you need to know your self-worth and love yourself enough that if something does not feel right, it does not feel comfortable, get yourself out that situation immediately. Do not allow, because you've seen somebody on TV or you like their music, do not allow that to cloud your judgment. Because at the end of the day, you never know what these people's real intentions are, and some people are just really sinister, So let's go ahead and get the discussion popping. Make sure you leave a comment. Don't forget to thumbs up the video. Make sure you share the video. And last but not least, make sure you hit that notification bell so that we can be down with the notification squad. So I'll talk to you guys later. Deuces.